Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're all having an absolutely fantastic day today, as you always are. Hope you guys are staying healthy and strong. If you guys need anything, be sure to check out the website at Health Masters and use the Labor 5 coupon code. We extended it to today. It will be over tonight, so we want to extend another day. I had some people email me about it, so they were out of town, they were traveling, or they were with family, and so I want to make sure everybody had the opportunity to use the coupon code Labor 5 on the website at healthmasters.com, and also to be sure to vote for what you want to see when tomorrow's products of the week. We got some really heavy hitters that are very popular, the 5-HTP is the current winner. If you haven't tried that yet, I highly encourage it. I take two of those every single morning with my other supplements. Really helps out as far as with focus, with mood. Also, just keeping a better state of mind sometimes, I guess you could say, with a lot of stress or cortisol or whatever you're involved in and whatever life throws at you. So be sure to check that product out and vote for what you want to see when tomorrow. Looks like the Testo Plus our very advanced testosterone formula for men is winning product of the week. We also have the natokinase and the prostate support that are neck and neck right behind it. And so the prostate support, as I told you guys, our original formula is back in stock, super popular. Also to the super potent E, that's in stock. Also to the berberine, natokinase. Be sure to check all of them out on the website because they're all voting for right now as product of the week and see what you want to win tomorrow at healthmasters.com. And so, again, that's why I just want to encourage everybody to make sure you're uh, staying ahead of the curve when it comes to your immune system, when it comes to your health, when it comes to everything, because there's no question about it. There's an onslaught of things that are starting to occur right now as far as in the entire world, entire country, and whether or not they're going to start escalating again to try to push a narrative. I don't know. I know yesterday, Dad and I had to go over to Lakeland Regional Hospital to visit a friend that was in the uh, – in the hospital over there, and I didn't see, I think, like one or two employees were wearing masks. Nobody was wearing masks over there. So clearly in Florida, the propaganda and rhetoric is not working to push for the whole entire COVID narrative. I'm sure in other states that are more, uh, how should I say, submissive to tyranny, like California and New York, I've already seen numerous articles about states and cities that are starting to push that agenda on the population and basically tell them how they have to mask up and social distance. You've already seen colleges have started to do with that and tell, you know, no large gatherings and just, just complete nonsense. And again, this is something they would do at colleges because here's the problem that they get away with at pushing this agenda at colleges. Use the beta test to try to push the agenda because if you're a junior, senior, and you've been in college for years now and you spend a considerable amount of money and all of a sudden they tell you, well, in order to finish your classes, you've got to wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, you're going to be ejected from class. And if you're ejected from class, you're going to have an absence and you're basically not going to pass your class. Uh, that's pretty rough, you know, especially if they're actually really enforcing that and forcing these kids to wear a mask for fear of being kicked out of class. Uh, that's a rough place to be. I get that. And so what happens is these kids continue to learn to be compliant and submissive to whatever they're told, no matter how stupid or erroneous it is. They're told that's what they have to do, and that's what they have to do to graduate. So, again, that's why it's so important to make sure whatever college or university, if you decide to go to one, especially your kids, do some research on their past history and their background and what they've promoted, what they've supported. Because a lot of these colleges, man, the flip of a switch, they can change their ideas, their mindset on a lot of different things and make people's lives uh, very irritable, as we saw happen in 2020 and 2021. So be sure to be aware of that. What do you think, Dad? How are you doing this morning? doing absolutely great Austin. I mean, this has been a great day so far. I actually talked to um, 
one of our listeners this morning and they were talking to me about the different things that we cover and they were telling me about how they realized your microphone's a lot Austin. they were talking to us about how QAnon and all the other things that so many people were bleeding were just a bunch of lies and it was it was a good it was a really 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 good conversation this morning so the the thing is this you know we're making a difference on the show we really are i mean we really are reaching a lot of people we have millions of listeners a month and you guys are making the difference because you're you're basically forwarding the shows now, the, the lady that I spoke to this morning, she was saying how some of the stuff that we talk about is a little bit scary, about piezoelectric crystals and you know all the different entities and all the other stuff, and it is. I'm not going to deny that. When we start going into the esoteric, the forbidden, hidden knowledge, it gets weird, but that's how they run the planet. That's how they control us. That's what they're doing as far as from a control standpoint to enslave us like they did in Genesis chapter 6. I try to buffer it. I always talk about God. I always talk about Christ. And I always talk about the hope that we have in Jesus. Because like I said on Jeff Friend's show the other night, you know, maybe a few weeks ago, I can't remember anymore, but I said without Jesus, without Christ in our life, without God in our life, the chances that we have as far as getting through this mess without getting unscathed is about as you know high as black asphalt with snowballs and high noon and 100-degree temperatures here in Florida. It just doesn't work. You're going you're gonna to melt out. You've got to have hope. And you know we have so many more people now that are being affected by – by, by spike proteins and by shedding. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to urge everybody now, don't get around people that are freshly vaccinated. If you find out they've been vaccinated, just stay away from them. Let their body has a chance, have a chance to not shed this stuff anymore. I just had another good friend of mine. I find out he's in the hospital. He's in rehab. He's been in the hospital for over a month now. I just contacted him today. He had a, basically an aortic dissection. almost bled out and had to go to emergency coronary surgery on him. And this guy eats clean. This guy eats as clean as I do. And so it's, it was crazy. And so the whole thing is this. If we do the best we can, we just have to learn to stay away from people that are freshly vaccinated. And, you know, and I've been dating now. You know, you guys, you guys know that. It's been over a year since Sharon's passed away. And it, it's been it's been interesting. It's one of the first questions. I, I, in fact, I put on my on the, on the dating profile, that kind of stuff online thing that I am not vaccinated. And one of the first questions I ask people that contact me is, are you vaccinated? And if they tell me they are, uh, I'm just done. I'm out. But the reality is a lot of people aren't vaccinated that I'm running into because they don't want to have this stuff injected into the sludge. And, of course, you know, what happens is the more you learn about it, the more you understand of what they're doing. But now, does that mean we should get mad? Does that mean we should be angry? Yeah, we can get mad. We can get angry. We can get mad about all of this stuff and say these globalist pond scum are not going to do this to me. They always want to call them the elite. They're not, they're not the elite. They're the globalist pond scum. Can't stand these people. And, but the reality is, is that they've got to do things to you, but they've got to get your permission first. That's why they made you sign all those permission slips if you got vaccinated. That's why they, they, they have to tell you in advance what's going to happen before they do it. It's called lesser or white magic. It's yep. part of this group. I'm glad you're back, Austin. But I want to read this scripture to you. I told you I was going to read it to you yesterday, and I'm going to read it to you today. It's Romans 12, 9 through 21. Now, I really talked about imprecatory prayers yesterday, and I, and I want to, that's witchcraft. Now, I'm going to really show you here out of Romans why we're supposed to walk in love. Does that mean we can't get mad? No, we get mad. And Jesus, Jesus ran the money changers out of the temple. You know, he, he did. He, he, you know, he did. He told them that. Remember Simon Peter cut off the guy's ear? It, to me, I always find that interesting in the Garden of Gethsemane. They, they walk up to them, to Christ, and they, they're going to arrest him, and then they, he tells them, I am he, and then they fall down. It's like the power coming out of him was so strong already. He allowed himself to be arrested. It's like that one movie 
the latest, one of the latest Superman movies, they put him in handcuffs. And then, you know, Lois Lane looks at him and goes, uh, they've got you in handcuffs. He goes, well, yeah, it makes them feel better. <laughs> and I started laughing. And, I, and so, so he walks up to the window and he always just pulls his arms apart like it was completely useless that the handcuffs were. And, and see, that's what this is. You know, Jesus' power in the Garden of Gethsemane could have stopped anything from happening to him, period. He voluntarily allowed them to take him. He could have called down legions of angels. I've talked about that in depth. But Romans 12, 9 through 21 says this. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer. That's very important. That's why I pray for you guys all the time. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. That means no imprecatory prayers, period. When you get that, I want you guys to get that. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by doing so you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, the reason I want to cover that today it's because I get so aggravated with this imprecatory prayer stuff. I mean, I've seen I've seen people post on 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 their on their websites, start praying imprecatory prayers. Do they not read Romans? Do they not read that we're both the reason they shall know that we're his disciples because of the love? Does that mean we just need to be quiet and not be vocal about what's happening? Absolutely not. That means we need to be shouting from the housetops what this pond scum is doing and telling everybody what they're doing. But what it means is that we can't be invoked. When we pray, you got to remember something. This, this, let me just kind of back it up a minute. The power, the power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. You're a Christian. It dwells in you. The power that you have is insurmountable. It's just, it's so incredible what you've been given as a child of the Most High God. When you start praying stuff on people, you're going to create physical reality around them. It's like putting a curse around them. You're, it's, like, it's, like, it's like you know using witchcraft. You can't do that. You've got to learn to walk in love. Now, you can expose Hillary Clinton. You can say, I really can't stand Hillary Clinton. You can call her the witch of Benghazi. And you can say, may God deal with her and may God expose her. May her actions and her dark, arc, the darkness be exposed. You pray all that. But you can't start praying curses on her that you know that she's going to be dead and all the other kind of crazy stuff. Now, would I be happy if Hillary Clinton died? Yeah, I'd probably dance a little jig for you, put me, put it on video and put it on YouTube and do a little two-step for you. I mean, yeah, she's one of those. But you can't be trying to put that on her. Now, can you pray that she'd be exposed? Yeah, of course. But don't be praying against people in imprecatory prayers. It's not worth it. It's not worth what it does to you. Because the universe is shaped like a giant toroid, like four donuts laid out in the middle with a Milky Way galaxy and, the, and a giant black hole in the middle of it. And we're part of that. And when you pray a scanner, when you spray pray, it creates a scalar energy field. 
and it circles the entire universe like a figure eight, like you're doing a horse track all, all the time. And that energy that you pray out comes right back to you because you're in the loop. And if you pray something negative over somebody, what's going to happen is you're going to create a negative energy field around you too because if they don't receive it, it's going to come back on you anyhow. And it's, you're going to put yourself inside of that wish. It's like wishing somebody's going to be walking in the rain. Well, chances are you can be walking in the rain. It's just how it works as far as the energy field that we are in and the power that we've been given to God. So it's difficult not to pray in precatory prayers. I'm going to tell you that. I, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. When, when someone really comes against you and they do something really awful to you, it's difficult not to pray against them. It is. But you can't. Now, should we go out and try to create conflict everywhere we go? Absolutely not. But should we go out and try to tell the truth everywhere we go? Yes. If that creates conflict, what are we supposed to do? Sometimes the truth, the bypass of the, 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 the consequences of the truth is conflict, and we shouldn't just walk away from stuff. And it's also said this the other day. He said he'll go out and he'll ask a question. If somebody responds, he'll continue the conversation. If they respond again, he continues the conversation, and then everybody figures out where everybody stands really, really quick. You know, that's why one of the first things I do when I ask somebody, as far as I meet somebody online or whatever, I ask them if they'll go to church with me. You go, wow, that's pretty bold. Well, yeah, well, what's the point? What's the point of going out with them and building a relationship with them if they won't serve the Most High God with me? What's the point? But what's the point of meeting somebody that's been vaccinated when you know they probably have a decreased lifespan and you're going to be dealing with this crazy stuff? It's already bad enough with the shedding. What's the point? So all of this stuff is part of what we have to be aware of. What's the point of being negative all the time? It doesn't say that. The Bible says this is the day the Lord has to made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm happy we have a beautiful day today. I'm happy I get to spend time with you guys. I'm happy I get to pray for you guys every single day. I'm happy I get to talk to my listeners on the telephone. I'm happy I get to, get to respond to emails. I'm blessed beyond measure, shaken down, running over as so my cup cannot contain it in all the areas of my life. And I'm continuing to work on all the things that I know I need to work on for myself so I can try to bring honor and glory to God on everything that I do think and say. Am I perfect with that? Absolutely not. Nobody is. That's what grace is for. My grace is sufficient for thee is what the word says. And we need to do the best we can and rely on the grace for the rest of it because we're not going to be ever good enough to get to heaven without God, without Jesus. We need to all understand that. But we can do the best we possibly can, and as best as it goes to us, just try to bring honor and glory to God. That's how I see all of this stuff. And I realize something very quickly when I start getting involved with different people in different groups, et cetera. You find out very, very quick when you start talking to them where their heart is. You find out very, very quick what their motives are. You find out very, very quick what they really want out of life and what their long-term goals are. And those are questions you need to be asking everybody that you associate with on an ongoing basis because sometimes goals and directions and guidance and all these different things are diametrically opposed. If someone's super negative and they're always negative around you, What's the point of hanging out with them? What's the point of trying to be involved with them? What's the point of trying to build a relationship with them? Because quite frankly, it's probably not going to work out anyhow. Just remember that. But I just want to kind of come to you and share that with you. I want to give you that scripture out of Romans this morning because I've read it before on the air, and I want to read it again. because It's so, like I said, it's so tempting to start praying curses on people. I don't do it anymore. I've done it before 30 years ago. I don't do it anymore. I've learned it's witchcraft, and it's not something we do as Christians. Love one another. Pray they be exposed. That's right. Stand against what they do. Talk about what they do. Pray they be exposed with all of it. I mean, the Clintons have over 100 dead people in their body count now. These people are wicked to the core. You know, Bill Clinton was on Jeff Repsey's jet all the time going down to the, you know, his little island down there. 
Hillary Clinton used to go to Doggone Witches Covenant, at, you know, in California when she was in the governor's mansion, you know, in, you know, in Arkansas, according to Larry Nichols. She was the head of the coven. She's a she's a Sabbatean witch. Yeah, I mean, so she's she's sicko. She's a pervert. But I promise you this. <laughs> I promise you this. Every knee's going to bow. And every tongue is going to confess that Christ is Lord. This will be too late when they're basically being judged. I'm telling you, this woman is going to pay for what she's done. You know, whether in this life or the next, she's going to pay. And they all are because they think and they've been deceived by their father, Lucifer, that they're able to do whatever they want to do and do whatever they want to do in this life. And there's not going to be any ramifications on the other side. They know better. They've been lied to so long now. Many of them actually have believed this lie and they have fallen into this trap. This is a trap they're in. And they don't even realize what they've done, how they've cursed themselves for all of eternity. They may have had the ability to have a little bit of notoriety for 40, 50 years on this planet. But this thing for eternity, is gonna, this, what they've done is going to echo for all of eternity, and they're going to be in trouble forever and ever. Amen. So don't try to go after them personally and try to pray imprecatory prayers on them. For the Bible, I just read it to you. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay and God always tells us the truth. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Uh, you're just spot on with that. And I mean, yeah, everybody's going to pay for it in this life or the next. And these groups are continually good at trying to guilt trip people from the, on the right. You know, and this is what we've watched now is these, these leftist agenda, this communist agenda is great at guilt tripping the right into submission. And this is why I've told you repeatedly, you've got to have discussions with your family. The issue that we've run now to in this current state of affair that we're in is that a lot of times the right and the conservatives, they lack vision. They're so used to being conscientious and conservatives are conscientious. We are always trying to do the best. I guess you could say we're always trying to help out in certain situations. I guess people are trying to not offend people. It's honestly easy to fall into the path of the hands of this leftist agenda because the right goes, well, you know what? We don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to get anybody upset. We're just going to go along with whatever they say because we don't want to have any conflict because, well, we're Christians and Christians don't have conflict. Well, that's a complete polar opposite. As dad was just talking about, as far as with Jesus's life, you can look very much so at his behavior when he went to the temple. And I've referenced this repeatedly. As far as his behavior and what he did with flipping the tables and whipping the money changers out because they have made it into a den of thieves. They completely and totally ruined the temple. That was not passive. That wasn't even passive aggressive. That was not compliant. That wasn't submissive. That was unbelievably aggressive what he did. I mean it took somebody with a serious set of guts to go in there and start flipping the Jewish money tables over and start telling them what they're doing is wrong. Start slinging their cash everywhere and start whipping them and casting them out of there. That, that was pretty serious, guys. He didn't, he didn't go in there with a five-man fire team. He didn't go in there with centurion guards. He went there by himself and started slinging stuff around. That was a pretty bold move, strong move. And so that's what American patriot Christians really have to start getting the ideology. I'm not telling you to go around and start flipping everybody's table over that you don't agree with. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is there's a point to where certain types of behavior has to be done in order to elicit a certain response. Certain types of behavior has to be done in order to hold your beliefs and your convictions. Certain behaviors have to be understood on how to do them properly and correctly in order to maintain certain aspects of civility and certain aspects of ethics and morals. 
again, I'm not saying what those specific things are because they're all specific and different to the current situation. But what I am saying is sitting around being pacifist and pretending that nothing's happening while our children are being grossly indoctrinated in the public school system with pure perversion. That's, not that's right. Yeah, it's not something that goes along with biblical lines. It's sitting there and agreeing this. I saw an article earlier here. This was crazy. Down in Mexico, and I got to give these parents this credit. They said the parents who follow the Christian faith in several parts of Mexico, remember a lot of parts of Mexico are strong Catholics, and a lot of them are Christians. They basically start setting fire to textbooks outside the school that contained all this perverted gender ideology teaching, accusing the books of spreading the virus of communism. This is crazy. It's all over Twitter and, and online now. It said parents in Mexico were boxes filled with LGBTQ, the whole alphabet community thing, plus, 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 gender ideology books that are being used in schools to indoctrinate children. They went on to say here that this is laced with Marxist communist indoctrination, and we will not tolerate it. They've taken to the streets to the thousands opposing new textbooks from the Ministry of Public Education. They deem to contain sexual and gender ideology content, at least 12 thousand people attended this is essentially one of the 32 states which compromised the federal entities of mexico and parents also burned books in question uh, to chiapas a southern mexican state bordering guatemala many of the residents of the town are evangelical christians and what's crazy about this is they said over 112,000 signatures were collected in a petition demanding the textbooks distribution be stopped because of sexualized and gender ideology content inserted without parental consent and you know it kind of makes me sad sometimes when i see this now i'm proud of these guys but then i see so many christians that you know and patriots that allegedly talk a big game but don't want to do anything about it don't want to say anything about it you know when we went to that school board meeting like that was talking about we talked about two years ago we went there and grand, there's many more other meetings that I've gone to now, but a lot of the – they've calmed down a lot of stuff in Polk County now. They're not pushing a lot because of the blowback. But what's crazy about it is I invited probably a dozen people. So did Dad. A lot of guys that I knew. A lot of people wouldn't go with me. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm busy right now. I have a lot of stuff going on. You're too busy to spend an hour at a school board meeting defending children in Polk County? Well, I don't have any kids in the Polk County school system. Neither do I, buddy. Newsflash. And it was shocking to me. How many people were too afraid to have even a small amount of conflict in order to stand up for their young children? It really was. It was a little, it was a little irritating to me. I'm not going to lie. I'd be lying if I said it didn't irritate me. And you know, then you got these families down in Mexico that are literally burning these books down here because they're sick of it. You know, at what point in time, if you're a Christian, at what point in time do you stand a line for your beliefs? Yeah, it's it's easy to go to church and. You know, praise Jesus. Talk about I'm a Christian. Oh, this is good. Good topic. Amen. I amen the pastor. You walk outside. You see what's going on. Everybody goes, oh, no, no. Just don't say anything. Don't say anything. I don't, I don't want any conflict. I don't have any issues. I don't have any problems. Guys, remember what I told you before? The laws of the jungle still apply, even if you want to pretend you're not in the jungle. We're in that right now. We're in the middle of a culture war. The leftists, they don't have any any aspect in thinking that this is not a war. They know what they're in right now. They know what they're pushing right now. And they, in my opinion, are doing a darn good job of it with how many people are being compliant on the right because there's not enough resistance. The only thing that evil needs to basically prevail, the only thing evil needs to prevail is for good men to do nothing. And so, again, I encourage people to really get behind things that you know 
are truthful and that you know are going to be something that's really positive. Because as you really watch this right now, I mean, look at what we were watching. I, I saw earlier now it's happening in Maui. Now a lot of people are becoming more and more blatantly you know, militant about what's happening, including the unknown number of children that are still missing, while journalists on the island are saying local residents are essentially being screwed over by their government. Victims are now being arrested for trying to visit their own homes. Disturbing number of remains of hundreds of people that nobody can account for. They're now saying more than 3,000 individuals have been reportedly found safe after being previously accounted for. The latest official figures indicate 385 names on the list are still missing. While officials are hopeful, many on on the list are uh, officials hope many on the list are fine. They haven't checked in with emergency personnel. They're trying to pretend like nothing happened over there. What happened over there was very very clear. The government was complicit in making sure that there was a massive fire. However, that fire started, I can't tell you with 100% certainty. My opinion, I think it was directed energy weapons and the behavior of the fires lasted. But I can't tell you that because I wasn't there. I just looked at the photos. One thing I do know is that no government can be this inept when you're on an island and actually have a state function as long as it has and be successful, but yet be this pathetic when an emergency happens with a fire. It doesn't happen. The same thing like we saw with multiple mass shootings, where all of a sudden there's a mass shooting down here in Parkland, in Florida. Suddenly, Sheriff Israel tells the entire SWAT team that is fully kitted up, you can't go inside right now. you got to stand by. Stand by. Nobody comes in. And you got two county sheriff officers that are out of county that literally just got done with SWAT training. They come in still kitted up. Weapons are still hot. Dude, we're going inside. If you go inside, you will be arrested. You are not cleared to go inside the school. Why in the world do you have emergency response SWAT teams if they're not allowed to engage and respond to crisis situations? The answer is nobody's that inept. These are agendas that people end up pushing, like we saw with that shooting in Texas. For an hour and a half, they told law enforcement to stay outside until finally those federal border agents came in and said, dude, we supersede your authority. We're federal agents. We're going inside. If you guys want to sit outside and pick your nose for an hour and a half, you can. And they went inside and neutralized the threat. And then suddenly you notice how they disappeared. Nobody would even acknowledge them. Nobody would even interview them. Nobody would even talk about them. The entire mainstream media ignored what they did. Remember that? That was not that long ago. Oh, well, no, no, nothing to see here. When you see things that are happening, when you hear things that are happening, it's your responsibility to bring them up and talk about them on a regular basis. Also, too, speaking of gun sales as well, gun sales across the United States have reached over a million guns for 49 consecutive months now, according to new data. As the FBI and the Biden administration, the ATF, continues to massively overstep their boundaries on every aspect of lawful gun ownership, they said the FBI National Instant uh, Criminal Background Check System, the NIC system, shows over 2 million federal background checks occurred in just August 2023, when the figure was adjusted by the National Shooting Sports Foundation to more accurately reflect likely retail firearm sales, the number decreased to 1.2 million total firearms sold just last month. And this has been happening every month for almost three years now. And again, this is one of the reasons why ATF is so bent on trying to get to these FFL dealers and figure out what's on these 4473 forms. This is what I've told you before. If you live in a state that is still free, like Florida, 
you can buy a firearm from whoever you want to buy a firearm from. Somebody's got a good, clean, reliable firearm in the state of Florida. You can go on arms list. You can go on Florida gun trader. You can talk to them. You can use wisdom as far as making sure you're going to meet in a safe place and bring somebody else with you. And you can have a patriotic transaction and buying a firearm and you don't have to get a background check because you know, you're a legal law abiding citizen. that? If you're legal and you're law abiding, You don't have to get permission from anybody to own a firearm. That was the beauty of the Second Amendment. That's why they push so hard every single time there's any incident with a firearm, any shooting that occurs. They try to make sure they tell everybody, we need more gun control. We need more background checks. We need more restrictions. Why? Because a felon with a firearm committed violent atrocities with that firearm? Newsflash. 40 to 50 people get shot in Chicago every single day, and they have some of the strictest gun laws in the entire country. Doesn't seem to stop or slow them down very much over there. Bad men do bad things regardless of the tools they have, and the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And that's why it's important that everybody really evaluates certain situations and understands that you're carrying a firearm. You're going to carry deadly force if you're going to do it. Get training, stay frosty with it, stay on the trigger, even if you don't have, have the ability or financial ability to burn through ammo and go train like SWAT guys do and go burn through two, 3,000 rounds a week. And I get that because ammo is still very expensive even though it's come down a lot. There's all types of training drills you can do with dry fire in the mirror and obviously making sure that all weapons, all magazines are completely empty and using proper gun safety and setting up situations. There's a lot of stuff now you can go in. I saw one the other day. It was actually a digital bolt carrier. It was a bolt carrier for an AR with a a magazine, and they work together. So the gun's inoperable from real ammunition. It's got a completely different bolt carrier, and it's a laser through the bore side and actually resets the trigger. And so you can work actually on reloads with this different magazine and with this bolt carrier on your AR and not spend any type of ammunition. The kill is like $99. And I mean, golly, you'll spend that, you know, (laughs) shooting in 30 minutes in high volume training. And so there's a lot of stuff you can do on a regular basis to stay frosty. I encourage you to do so because the current things that are happening right now are very strange. And I can tell you right now, the more that the criminality behavior is encouraged in some of these really hardcore democratic states so they can push their agenda. Like I told you yesterday, if you listen to the show, with bringing in turnstiles and facial recognition and restrictions and cashless pay everywhere in some of these businesses, it's not about criminality. They're using that as the excuse to bring in the problem to say this is the action by restricting more people's ability to be able to shop freely unmolested on their way. Always be aware of that and always use wisdom when out in public on a regular basis. What do you think, Dan? What's next story? Well, when you're in public, you got to be careful all the time. You have to always maintain situational awareness. Never, never, ever sit with your back to the door in a restaurant. Never. Never, never, never. If at all possible for you, sit on the back row in church unless you really want to be involved in the praise and worship up front because I don't like people walking up behind me. I don't I don't like that. You know, I was a bouncer in a bar. You know, we own that German beer tavern for years and I got bounced once. And, you know, once you get bounced one time, you got to realize very quickly that you don't turn your back because I made a mistake and turn my back on someone. And it's just um, it just doesn't happen with me anymore. I don't do that. And I, I'm always prepared. I'm always uh, where it's legal to carry a gun. I'm always carrying a gun, period. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's what I do. And that's what Austin does. It's what we've trained our wives to do. And what else we've trained Sharon to do, but, you know, Sharon's in heaven with Jesus right now. But, but the reality is, you know, as soon as my children turn 21, they all get concealed weapons permits. It's just, it's what we do. 
because you've got to have situational awareness when Austin is right. Because, and we've got to be shouting from the rooftops on what's going on. We can't pretend like it's not happening. We can't think that, we, we, you know, we're the proverbial frog in a pot right now, and I don't want to be in the pot. I've already jumped out, and I'm trying to yell for all the rest of my friends to get out of the pot. That's what we do in the show every single day. I mean, if your house is on fire, if you're in a hotel and it's on fire, and you have a friend in the room next to you and you woke up and you're not overcome by smoke, but he's overcome with smoke or she's overcome with smoke in the next room, and you knock on the door gently and they don't open the door, you know, and you realize that if you don't get them out, they're going to die. Uh, what you do, you go grab a fire axe and you chop a hole in the door, or if you've got a gun with you that you know how to use, uh, you try not to get ricocheted in the face. You shoot the doorknob. You've got to be careful when you do stuff like that because ricochets happen. I'd rather use an axe on a door instead of a you know, firearm. But you get your friend out. You do whatever it takes to save your friend's life, period. You know, I mean, we, we try to do that all the time. I try to do that from a health standpoint. And a lot of times people listen. A lot of times people don't listen. A lot of people do what's right. A lot of times people do what's not right. But it doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, I've got to do what I'm supposed to do as I'm being led by the Holy Spirit or else I'm going to be held accountable for these other people. That's how I see this. I've got a good friend of mine right now. He's in the, he's in the hospital. Uh, he's got cancer, bone cancer, actually. And I've been going to visit him every day and talking with him and, and, and praying with him and, and encouraging him and believing God that he's completely and totally healed, which I do believe he is. And so all of these things that we need to do on a regular basis, we need to not only see our faith, but we need to exercise our faith, like it says in the book of James, and we need to do something. And it's really, really important. We can't just sit around and pretend like you know we're an ostrich with our head in the sand and nothing bad is happening. That's why these churches have not grown. That's why these churches have not told the people the truth. That's why these churches have gotten stagnant. That's why the name and claim it, Blavik Grabbit Church has gotten so big because they hear a positive message from that church and they never talk about any negative stuff. But the reality is the people who are in that church are ill-equipped. I've got a friend of mine, good friend, known him for a long, long time, known him since he was a kid, like 50 years old now. He's the pastor of a major church. He advised his entire congregation to get vaccinated. He never asked me about doing that. I haven't, I haven't spoken to him in depth in a bit, and, but he knows how I feel about vaccines. But he advised this entire church body to get vaccinated, and a lot of people in that church went and got vaccinated. Now they're having all kinds of health problems. So is it his responsibility that's happened now? You bet you it's his responsibility. You better believe it's his responsibility because when you take on leadership roles like that and you have a body of believers and the, the churches in the thousands who listen to you, your responsibility is to teach them what is right not what's wrong. And if you don't do it, you're going to find out very, very quickly that God's going to hold you accountable for that too. Very important that people need to realize that. By the way, this is interesting. The word misinformation literally, you know, just means being wrong. And disinformation is lying. That's all they mean. There's no extra meaning to them. And so misinformation is entirely subjective. It's literally an opinion. That's an article. That's a quote by Michael Schnellenberger. He goes, if you are shocked and bewildered to the totalitarian tyranny creeps through our country without opposition. The reason is simple. There is no official opposition. In fact, the opposition doesn't exist because the official narrative from the government is pushing the tyranny. The capture of the capture of government looks nearly complete by a party that lusts to punish its citizens for the pleasure of watching them suffer while it steals everything. This is the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan greed networks. What they are, they've worked in, they've worked for and forecloses their future. At least half the country objects to this. But where is the party and what does it stand for? And we need to understand that people out there have to start talking about what's happening with this. In the natural order of the American system, a Republican Party would have stepped up to check the wretched excesses of a Democratic Party, bent on breaking everything that has allowed people to thrive in this land, property, law, 
economic liberty, free speech, and not even your physical health. But remember, Donald Trump always did this too. That's why I don't like articles like this when they do this. Donald Trump is the person who pushed Operation Warp Speed. He's the one who signed the executive order to eject people. He didn't try to stop the use of remdesivir. Now, I know he doesn't read very well. I got that. I understand that. And I know he's more of a figurehead. I got that. But he is the one. He is the one that basically this, – this is, this, basically this is this, this is this political psychodrama that the Republican Party has an excuse to kick back, but they don't do anything. Why? Because both houses of Congress have been compromised to the point that they can get done anything they want from a liberal standpoint because of Jeffrey Epstein and the Klan and other things involving blackmail, involving infidelity, involving drinking and drugs and underage sex and all the rest of it. They've been blackmailed. That's why we need to have term limits, get these people out, out, out. But they have to vote their own selves out by basically passing term limits, and they're not going to do that. It's, it's basically the revolving door of D.C. in which the people that are compromised get in, who can be controlled, get in. The insults lately include especially the perversion of law to harass and hinder political opponents, the prosecution of a foreign war by proxy in order – in the corner of a world where America has no business – Deliberate failure to defend the country's borders against hordes of invaders, the rigging of elections with ballot fraud and hackable machines, the censorship of information of all kinds, and the weaponization of public health authority against the people. These are all campaigns carried out by both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. The Republican Party was in control. You remember that. The first two years that Donald Trump was in office, he controlled both the House and the Senate, and pretty much nothing got done that was done that should have been done. And then when Joe Biden comes back in, even the good stuff that Trump had put through with the executive orders, Biden just countersigned him. Biden countersigned him and got rid of those executive orders in many cases. All of this stuff is being controlled through, like Otto Kahn said, the Kabbalist Luciferian Synagogue of Satan Network. He didn't use that term, but that's what he meant because they're the ones that control the money supply, and they're the ones that control both houses of Congress. When we understand that, it's like he said in his article that I've read you so many times. They hold the earth by its axis, and they do whatever they want to do. These are the sorcerers and the wizards and the witches and the weirdos and the things that go bump in the night from other dimensions. That's what controls the planet. You think, well, that sounds really crazy, Ted. I didn't say it didn't sound crazy. I didn't say it didn't all sound crazy. This morning I was talking to uh, another friend of mine, and they were coming down to go to Halloween Horror Nights. You know, in October, you know, we're at Universal. And I told them, I said, they asked me if I wanted to go, and I just laughed. And I said, I don't put myself through that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to be involved in that because all of that stuff is bad news to me because a lot of that's very, very real. And I've lived in a haunted house once. I told you guys that. And, you know, you have to experience that one time, and you don't want to be around it ever again. And you don't want to see that stuff coming into your life or even opening your eyes and having the portal of your eyes allowing it to go into your brain. You just don't want to see any of that stuff. And he goes on to say, this fall season will be a dreadful time of testing, whether the country can endure any more of this. Congress is back in session this week. Congress is the only place in the federal government where an opposition party has the authority to direct events. Mr. Comer, who chairs the House Oversight Committee, has assembled through evidence of bribery and treason for Speaker Kevin McCarthy to commence an impeachment inquiry right away into the conduct of President Joe Biden. I've used quotation marks around Mr. Biden's name since he ascended magically to the office in 2021 because it's obvious that he's the only pretending to run the executive branch and has been in since day one. That's a fact. And I've said this many, many times. Now I'm going to go ahead and post this article. It's, it's, it's an interesting article. It says, it says party, party. And it's, you know, this is a burning platform. I want you guys to basically read it because it's a good article. But again, it's partisan again, and I don't like that. 
So it's very important you understand that we don't want to be involved with that, but we have to look at it from both sides of the narrative. Here's another interesting article. It says, rules and laws are for peasants only. Prince Andrew files to remain secret in 20, until 2065. Another one of Jeffrey Epstein's boys, uh, royal family, having sex with underage girls. But what do they have to hide? Document and documents related to the Duke of York's business trips won't be released by the Foreign Office until 2065 when he is long gone and dead. The, the decision which relates to Prince Andrew's numerous business trips means the files won't be available for scrutiny during his lifetime. The date was released as part of a response to the Freedom of Information request by royal biographer Andrew Lowey, who described the decision as absurd. Mr. Lowey told the Telegram, it is extraordinary that the files related to Prince Andrew, the subject of my next biography, will be closed until 2065. Many questions remain about his role as trade envoy, a public appointment paid for by the taxpayer, and his associations with figures like, here we go, Jeffrey Epstein, setting him up with young girls. Unbelievable that this is actually happening again. It continues to happen all of the time we see. But again, 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 we're having more and more disclosure now. Remember Operation Blue Beam that Verna von Brown talked about, about how we're going to have this alien invasion, and now we're having more and more and more talk about this? Here's another article. As the Pentagon unveils a website with declassified information and photos on UFOs, we are being set up for the final great deception. False gods? secret space programs, and alien civilizations, which goes right back to angel wars. We've covered so much of that stuff. It's going to be a very difficult topic to present because there are so many questions and so many proofs and so many conjectural and official stances to take. So I'm not going to – this is a really good article that's been written by Alan Barton. I'm going to post this one also. But what I want to say to you is this, and I've said this so many times, and I'll say it again. We are not alone in the universe. The Bible has told us that. There are innumerable numbers of angels running around. It says that. They're not from around here. We are not alone. We have interdimensional entities. They're not alone. I spoke to another person that had used mushrooms and seen on the other side of the veil, and I recommend that you never, ever do that because you leave breadcrumbs. So they can find their way back to you. Stay away from all those hallucinogenics. The other side is very, very real. And once you see it and you know it for the Bible, the Bible tells you this, you got to avoid all of that stuff and not get involved in any of it. You know, I told my buddy Mankow not to do that, and he did it. He's talked about it openly on the show with me before. Don't be involved with all that stuff. Don't be taking these hallucinogenics. Don't be going in and doing weird things in other countries and taking drugs like that. Don't put yourself in an altered state. I'm here to tell you that the alternative universes that are around us are very, very, very real, these alternative realities, alternative dimensions. String theory has proven that. But you don't need to go in there and start exploring and kicking around because you don't want to be able to find their way back to you. Really super important. By the way, Madrid, their metro system flooded as the city is hit by the worst rainfall since 72. Weather warnings are placed across Spain as firefighters mount during rescues of boys that are stranded in trees and buildings throughout the day, night and day. We have to, all this world news coming in right now with all these crazy storms happening everywhere. It's, it's nuts. More subterfuge. This is an our Daily Mail article. Anthony Fauci is branded as a fraud and a liar after admitting there is lack of evidence showing that mask mandates stopped the COVID pandemic or stopped anything. Fauci slammed for admitting there's a lack of evidence in favor of mask wearing. A study in the UK found no evidence that they, the mask, make any difference. And Fauci backtracked and said the data is less strong to show masks work. I mean, unbelievable. We, we were telling you this for you. The masks had absolutely nothing to do with COVID and stopping the spread of COVID. All the masks were used for 
was the compliance and to force you to stick your tongue in a light socket metaphorically. That's all it was. Let's see how far we can force them to do what we want. The people have said enough of this now. And now more and more people are saying, absolutely not. We are not going to do this again. We have absolutely no interest in doing this again. And we're not going to allow ourselves to be locked down, masked up, and ejected again. So these pond scum weirdos that run the planet, they're going to find out this time, I hope and I pray, that the vast majority of us, way more, 80, 90%, I hope, are going to say, kick rocks on this one, guys. We're not going to be involved this time. What do you think, Austin, and what's your next story? Uh, you're spot on with a lot of that, that weird stuff, man. You know, and my biggest thing about them, I've always taken the stance, you know, when you start getting into those hallucinogenics and some of that stuff and peyote and everything else they have in rituals out west, you can go legally do in some areas. I don't ever recommend that for anybody. People can do what they want to their own body. But to me, you know, when you go to a level of that alternative state, you have no situational awareness of what's going on around you either. You know, you get in a situation like that where you're in a certain place and you think it's that's safe, true. You think it's that, you know, you got the whole flip side as far as the realm that you're going into. That's a whole nother animal, another topic for another day, but you don't know what else you might do to you. You don't know if they're going to rob you. You don't know if they're going to, you know, duck you. You don't know what they're going to do. I'm not very trusting of many people at all, much less being around something like that where you're that incapacitated. You can't even function. That's just something I have not on my checklist that I'm ever going to check off. <laughs> but to each their own, don't recommend it. And you mentioned earlier about Halloween Horror Nights. I can honestly tell everybody I have gone to two of those back in the day when I was in college. And we're talking this is like 15, 20 years ago almost. And uh, I can tell you they're very satanic. I didn't like them. I almost got in multiple fights. Surprise, surprise. Uh, with people running around acting a fool and the actors trying to spook me, which they really never did. I never felt comfortable there at all. It's very, uh, very disturbing. A lot of the visual images you see, a lot of the haunted houses you see there are very disgusting. And uh, they're, I mean, they're steeped in Satanism. The crazy part about it is, though, a lot of the stuff they had back then was based off certain films and horror films and slasher films in the studios, the Universal Studios was involved in. Now, what's crazy about it is now somebody sent me a link the other day to that, and they said, what do you think about this, about one of the new ones? Ironic. And like, I, I, so I pulled it up. I pulled up the, the site with Universal Studios. I haven't looked at it in years, and I want to see you know, what kind of haunted houses they had and what they were trying to produce and subject everybody to now. And what's crazy about it is I didn't see one, one that was an old-school you know, slasher flick or horror flick from back in the day. They were all – all of them were like these conjuring, satanic, summoning of demon haunted houses now. No more, you know, Jason Voorhees with a machete and a you know hockey mask chasing people. It was all really, really satanic, sadistic stuff and conjuring up demons and getting really, really dark. So just be aware of that. I don't recommend you attend those things. You're really opening yourself up and you're seeing stuff that you really just don't need to be seen. Secondly, you're putting yourself in a state of fear that these people enjoy. They're subjecting you to this. And again, you're going by your own consent to be scared and be subjected to this. And uh, that's why I don't watch those kind of movies. You know, those films, when they put them out there, there's a reason why these satanic films have gotten so big over the last 15 to 20 years. I mean, I, I feel like you can't even go to a good movie anymore. Even some of the good movies that have been out in the last couple of years without them being in the commercial previews at the beginning. And Lana knows this because I've gone, when I've gone to movies before, you know, they have one of those things come up. I won't even watch it. A lot of times I'll walk out and go to the bathroom. 
you know, or I'll go grab a water or something. I won't even watch it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I'm going to put it in my mind. I've been around that stuff before. I lived the same house dad did until I was five. That stuff is very real. And it's not something that you really want to play around with because it's got this glamorous look to it because of Hollywood. And they make it seem like it's all great, all fun, all dandy, all cool. Oh, we're going to conjure up spirits. These guys aren't cool. They're not your friend. They don't want to be friends with you. They want to do nasty things to you. Newsflash. It's not the hip thing to do to be conjuring this stuff up and being exposed to it. So he's 100% right about this. Just thought I would throw that out there to everybody. And not to mention Universal Studios. They will run you through a metal detector there. You are not allowed to carry a firearm because they don't want somebody getting shot, I guess, from getting spooked. So in most cases, if you guys know what I mean, 99% of the time, if I cannot carry a firearm somewhere, I'm not going to go there and I'm not going to pay money to attend a place simply because they don't value my rights. I don't value their business. I'm not going to attend there. And secondly, that's always, always the number one place that shootings seem to happen are gun-free zones. If nobody's figured that out yet, do some research on gun-free zones and how almost every single time there's a mass shooting, whether it be at a school, whether it be at a concert, whether it be at another school or university, those are always listed as gun-free zones. Just something to be aware of and understand that. Because remember, when's the last time you saw a huge mass shooting at a Florida gun show? Hmm. I'll wait. I'll wait. You guys, you guys can send me an email whenever you don't find it. When's the last time you saw a massive shooting at a NRA meeting? Hmm. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh, yeah, because bad guys with guns don't want to go to places that has good guys with overwhelming superior firepower to try to engage them with lethal force. That's the stupidest thing you could do if you're a bad guy. Hence why they don't do it. Just just tidbit of knowledge to throw out there right now. Also, too, this is interesting. I'm going to see how this goes for Elon Musk because he is actually blasting the ADL now, the Anti-Defamation League, which is very interesting because, as you guys know, the ADL loves to um, put out a lot of really big nonsense on a regular basis and blast anyone that questions anything that goes along with the narrative, especially if anybody says anything about the Jewish community or anything that doesn't go along with what they say. And uh, he is now discussing the fact of filing a defamation lawsuit against the Anti-Defamation League, ironically, for $20 billion in damages due to their advertiser boycotts and essentially defaming uh, Twitter. And so this is interesting. Elon Musk put this out earlier today. He said to clear our platform's name on the matter of anti-Semitism, it looks like we have no choice but to file a defamation lawsuit against the Anti-Defamation League and what they have done to Twitter Oh, the irony. And as you guys know, the ADL has a tendency to go after anyone that even makes remotely any comments that they don't like, and they always turn it into an anti-Semitic argument. Oh, you said you don't like this type of vehicle. Oh, that's well, you're, you're, you're anti-Semitic. Oh, you're saying that the, the Civil War wasn't based on slavery? It was based on states' rights, and it turned into a slavery topic? Oh, that's anti-Semitic too. They turn everything into anti-Semitism. It's honestly nauseating to me. And uh, if he files a lawsuit against these guys for defamation, I'm honestly going to laugh considering how ironic it is that (laughs) Twitter's filed a lawsuit of defamation against the Anti-Defamation League. Just a bit of humor today. Is this theater? It might be, but I do have to say it's humor that's very, (laughs) very funny to me today on that topic. What do you think, Dad? (laughs) 
you know, the, the crazy part with ADL is it's so stinking liberal. And uh, oh, yeah. it's, it, it's no, it's it was started over 100 years ago. It, it's so liberal and it's so biased and it, and it attacks anybody who basically says anything against anything that they that they agree with as an anti-Semite. And it, they pretty much have lost their own credibility now. They really have their everybody just knows that they're just an, everybody's an anti-Semite. So if you say, I don't like, you know, gun laws, you're an anti-Semite. Well, maybe if the Jews would have had some guns in World War II, there wouldn't have been such persecution against the Jews. I'm just saying. So well, why are we in that? Why, why would that make me an anti-Semite now? Because I like guns. If, if you say, I kind of doubt the Apollo program and what happened with Apollo. Well, you're an anti-Semite. Why am I, why am I an anti-Semite? I'm talking about Apollo. Uh, you know why. We don't have to say. No, you really do have to say because I don't understand this. Uh, no, you're an anti-Semite. Well, I, I really like, you know, stars and stripes and the flag of the United States of America. Ah, you're, ah, 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 you're a raging anti-Semite. I'm like, but I like the American flag. No, ah, ah, no. Star of David, that's where you've got to be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not the Star of David. It's the Star of Refi. But let's, let's get real here. Oh, whoa, no, 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 no. You're an anti-Semite because you, you don't like those. You like stars and stripes. I like going to the gun range and uh, shooting guns. I like doing tactical training. Ah, you you rage again, I semi. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why are you so sick? Why is every you don't like Barack Obama? Ah, you're an anti semi. Whoa, 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 whoa! Dial it back. What is wrong with you? That's who they. You just ignore those guys. They're just loons. I love. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of get carried away with that. I love you guys. I, I, I'm not I'm laughing at myself. I love you guys. I appreciate you. God bless you. I'll finish it up. Absolutely. You know, some things just you know, some some humor to us is funny. Some people may not find it funny, but I find it really funny. And I know our listeners. You know, everybody's got to. Sometimes you got to make jokes about stuff. Some things are just so ridiculous. The only thing you can really do is laugh about them. I've known that over the years. Because I've, I used to be when I was younger, I used to get so serious about stuff all the time. Get so mad. Now, there's certain topics you need to get aggressive. I mean, you got to get dirt dog mean about certain topics. And then other topics you got to look at and just go, what a clown show. This is so much theater, so much rhetoric, you can't even take it seriously. And again, that's why we bring a lot of these topics up to light and we put them out there in the spotlight. And I tell people, make your own decision about it. I've said that repeatedly. Take your own information. This is why when the RNA gene therapy shot was first rolling out, we did so much research in 2020. I was doing everything I could. I was talking to physicians. I was talking to people that were in the know as far as about Pfizer. Everything I could, we were getting information out there. We were posting on the website. We were pushing emails, getting out there. So I said, listen, this shot's not what you think it is. We are being lied to. This is not what you think you're getting right here with this. Do some research before you go and blindly comply to this. And it's exactly what Dad said a few minutes ago. He said the mask had nothing to do with actual COVID virus. Zero. I mean, there was zero. There was research already knew that it wasn't stopping infection. That's why you saw places that were heavily masked up. There was no decline in COVID rates whatsoever. It was designed to instill fear and keep people reminded to stay in a perpetual state of fear and remember COVID. That's why they pushed it so hard. And I said it from the very start. But yet again, you had people that 
Didn't want any conflict. Don't want to push anything back. Don't want to have any problems. I'm just going to go along to get along because, well, it doesn't really matter what my convictions are. Your opinion is more important than me, and your opinion is more important than my opinion. Wait, what? That's not how it works in a republic. So again, you have a right to your own opinion, as does everyone else. That doesn't make somebody else's opinion more valid than you, and you have to submit to them because they said it was more important than you. Always get that clarified and get it through everybody's head, my friends. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. Healthmasters.com, Labor 5 coupon on sale last day today for Labor Labor Day sale at healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the product of the week. 5-HTP, along with a lot of the other kits we have right now, including the Mood Booster Stack, also the Immune Support Kit, one of our basic, most effective stacks we have with the vitamin C, the zinc, and the D3 on sale right now as well. And also, we got more of the organic food buckets back in stock. We got the two-pack special on the front webpage. Be sure to check those out at Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends, and continue to stay strong. And we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.